0: The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the sixteenth chapter. When the Sabbath was past, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome brought spices, so they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. And they were saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone from us, from the entrance of the tomb? And then looking up, they saw that the stone had been rolled back. It was very large. Then entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in a white robe, and they were alarmed. He said to them, Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him? But go. Tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. And they went out. They fled from the tomb, for trembling and astonishment had seized them. They said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. The Gospel of our Lord. Lord, for the one that thinks that they need you most to this day, touch their hearts today with your word, your prayers, your sacrament, your Holy Spirit's presence. Lord, for the one who's here who thinks that they need you the least, maybe indifferent, same prayer. Touch their hearts with your word and your sacrament, your truth, and your Holy Spirit. And use us all to communicate. So early in the twilight morning, Four candles burn slowly, brightly. The environment in the church is so soft you can almost hear them speak. The first candle said, I am peace. But these days, it seems that nobody is interested in what I have to offer. In peace's flame, slowly diminished till peace was gone. The second candle said, I am faith, but in these days of reason intelligence and science and opinions, I am dispensable, then faith's flame is slowly diminished. The third candle spoke. I am love. But I'm tired of the struggle. And I haven't the strength to stay lit anymore. Exhausted. Tired. Love. Goes out. The fourth candle spoke. The candle said, I am hope. But without peace, without love, without faith, there's no reason for me to exist. And the light of hope faded. And faded. a tired elderly widow then that entered the church and sees that four candles are no longer burning the light of peace the light of faith the light of love and hope they're all gone the widow begins to cry And alone in the church, in the darkness, she says, why are you not burning? It is so dark without you. You are supposed to stay lit until the very end. Then the Christ candle spoke. The Christ candle spoke gently. said, little child, I am still here. Don't be sad. Don't be afraid. I am the way, and I am the truth. I am the life, and I am the light. And the light does not fade or go away in the darkness. And while I still burn, said that Christ candle, we can relight the other candles oh. <laughs> with the restored smile An elderly widow took light from that Christ candle and she red-lit the other four candles. Because of the Christ candle, because of Jesus Christ, peace, faith, love, and hope, they were shining brightly again. It's true, you know. With Christ Jesus, we, you and me, we can relight peace and faith and love and hope. We can bring light to a dark world, to a frightened and injured world. We can have our joy restored. Jesus, the Messiah of God, has risen. He has risen indeed. Hallelujah. You turn the lights. Thinking about the gospel lesson, gospel of Mark, Mark ends differently than the gospels of Matthew, John and Luke. It just does. In Matthew's gospel, at the end of this, at the, at the, when they're after the, resurre- after the um, crucifixion on this day, there's a violent earthquake. Tremendous earthquake. It, there are frightened guards running. There's an angel sitting on the tombstone. There are women there hurrying back to tell the men what they've seen. And while returning, they actually get to see Jesus. They get to actually hug him and embrace him. And he says, not yet, I got to go. And then, of course, there's Jesus in the Great Commission. Go and make disciples. That's the ending of Matthew's gospel. In Luke's gospel, there are two angels. They are glowing white like lightning, bright white. Women are telling men about what they saw. Peter's running to an empty tomb. And there, also in that book, there is the road to Emmaus visit where Jesus is walking with two disciples. And their scriptures are opened in their heads. In John, this is a good one. There's a foot race between two disciples to an empty tomb. There are angels. There are disciples then locked behind doors in fear, huddling in like this little tomb of their own. And then there's Jesus appearing to them and breathing peace. There's a Thomas who's doubting. And then there's a Thomas who's believing. In John, there's a miraculous catch of fish. And there's three questions Peter, for Peter. Peter, do you love me? three times john's gospel but in mark's gospel the one that we are assigned to read today compared to all the other gospels we will not find any glowing angels or joyful um, reassuring interactions between jesus and his followers none of that that said Despite all that the disciples have seen, think about 15 chapters before this, long chapters in Mark, 15 chapters, the disciples have seen Jesus heal the sick miraculously, unexplained to any known world even now. They had watched Jesus calm a storm. They had watched Jesus feed thousands. They had watched Jesus tell the demons to be silent and leave. They'd seen all that over these last 15 chapters. And despite that three times these same disciples heard Jesus tell them what was going to happen, he told them three times that he was going to go to Jerusalem. And there he would be betrayed. And there he'd be taken by the scribes, the Pharisees, and the leaders. And he'd be uh, mistreated. And in time he'd be crucified. But on the third day he would rise. He told that to them three times. Despite all of that, not one of them had love enough to stay near Him during His torture. They all fled. Not one of them had faith enough after the cross was raised on it to accompany Him in His last six hours. Not one of them hoped that they would see Him again after they laid Him in the grave. Fact is, not one of them Peacefully sat outside the tomb and waited for his return or went to Galilee where, they said, where Jesus told him that he would see them again. Not one. Now that being said, in order to honor Mark's gospel, we add this. Jesus knew this. That behavior was not a surprise to our Lord. He even told the men that this was going to happen. Apparently, they even forgot about that. Oh, but we say, but what about the women? Good thought. In Mark's gospel, the women, well, they have faithfully been strong servants for him. They've accompanied him all along. Peter denied, but the women didn't deny. The disciples abandoned Jesus. They ran away and they hid in safe places, but not the women. They stayed with him. They followed him along the path. They were there at the crucifixion. They were there at the burial of the women. They were there when he died, and they were there to take care of his body. In Mark's Gospel, the men fail, just as Jesus said. However, and just when the reader thinks that maybe, just maybe, the women will have strong hope and faith and courage and, and love enough to bring home this Easter message we get today's gospel mark ends with the women pressing on with burial work and all the work they're seen distracted in work as we can sometimes be and they're going to go take care of a corpse they have no hope that he's risen No expectation of that. On that dark day, they are walking to do burial detail. And on top of that, when they do arrive and they meet the man telling them that he's not there and Jesus' body is not there, they flee. They run from that place in terror and bewilderment. They don't say a word to anybody. Regardless of what they do, they're so afraid and so full of terror that they run and they don't say a word to anybody. In Mark's gospel, human failure is complete. End of sentence. End of chapter. End of book. Mark's gospel ends like that. Now, story. It was Easter morning. Unlike today, it was a clear sky. Cold, but clear sky. A little boy. He's standing in front of this old Italian book, Novelty Stop. He was so looking forward to it because every year they did the same thing. His face is pressed up against the glass. You can almost look if there's a child peeking in here from the other side of those windows. Praise fest against you, you can see the steam coming off his breath in the glass. He's he's looking for this. He's taking it all in. What he sees is he sees a model of Jerusalem all the buildings, all the city, all the narrow streets. He sees it all. This great big model in the windows of the store. He's been looking forward to this. He's been learning about these Bible lessons for the whole year. He knows about what's been taking place in all the different places. He's excited to see it. As he's standing there, a homeless man, probably still smelling of alcohol from the night before, He comes stumbling by and he's caught by this child's excited attention in this window. So he stops for a moment and he too, he looks into this window to see what was so important. A little boy then notices the man there and he starts pointing out the different places and he's starting to share what he's learned in the Bible class. He says, Mr. Mr. look, look right here. This is the temple and he points to the temple and the man looks. Mr. Jesus taught there. And on one day, he he removed all those cheating uh, traitors from that place, Mr. And then he's excited. Oh, Mr., look over here. This is the Pool of Siloam. Jesus healed people there, Mr. Jesus told a man who had been sick for 38 years to get up, and he did. He was all better, Mr. The homeless man thought for a moment, it's been a little over 38 years. Since I'd lost my home, my wife, my child. Wouldn't it be wonderful if I could be healed? Healed of my disease of alcoholism. Healed of my broken heart, of my defeated spirit. As he's thinking of that, he's interrupted. Mister, the little boy pointed out, oh, here, here's the upper room. This is where Jesus had the last supper with his apostles. He gave them Holy Communion. Jesus, mister, he is still with us. Hope flickered in the old man. The healer, this Jesus, he's still with us. Is it, is it possible? And there, the little boy said, and there's the high priest's house, and there's the fortress of the Romans. The boy went on to recount how Jesus was taken into the garden. He was mistreated and then falsely accused. How Jesus was given to carry a cross. Finally, he pointed outside the sea. He said, here, mister, this is Calvary. This is where Jesus died. The elderly man at that became incredibly sad. Without saying a word, he just walked away. He thought Jesus, the one who could bring healing, the one who could help. He had been rejected, and he was dead. What hope is there? And he walked. A few minutes later, the homeless man heard the footsteps, little footsteps, running, getting louder, and they ran past him, and the little child stopped, maybe not any further than like me or Mr. Johnston or Mr. Skinner, just right about there, the child stopped right there ran past the man, and he turned and he looked at this old man with a bright and excited, radiant little child face. And then, mister, God the Father raised him from the tomb. And then, mister, Jesus went ahead of his friends to Galilee, just as he said he would do. He found them in their homes. He said, Hello, friends, I'm alive just like I told you. Remember, mister, Jesus is risen. He is alive. Happy Easter, mister. And off the boy ran. I tell that story, it's a cute story. But in many ways, it is a poetic summary of Mark's gospel after all the time that Jesus spent with his disciples, men and women, after all the things that they had seen and heard and felt and personally experienced, each one of them walks away with their peace light out, with their faith light out, their hope light out their love light out. Mark ends with the men in shock, in defeat, and in hiding. Mark ends with the women going to do the burial work with no hope in that, and then fleeing in terror because of an empty tomb. In Mark's gospel, human failure is complete. End of sentence, end of chapter, end of book. And then in that dark place, after mortals have done their best and have failed, Mark then, by ending that way, drives the reader to go back to the book and to remember what was said. Turn the pages back then like an endless loop on a computer program. Turn the pages back and remember what Jesus did. Turn the pages back and remember all that Jesus said. Turn the pages back and recount miracle after miracle, teaching after teaching, feeding after feeding, recall all of that. And then get back to that high point in Mark's gospel, chapter 10, verse 27, when the disciples in advance had realized their complete failure. Who then, Lord, can go to heaven? They exclaimed. And they were defeated. And in that moment of defeat, Jesus gives him the only answer that would ever matter to him for the rest of their life. He says, for man, it is impossible, but not for God. With God, all things are possible. Remember, Jesus has been and will forever be a promise keeper. The Son of God is going to find them in Galilee, just like he said. It's not written in the book. It's assumed because Jesus gave him his word. He's going to go there. So he goes before them to Galilee, just like he said. The Son of God is going to say to them, Brothers, I am alive. Sisters, I am alive. I am with you. I am the way. I am the truth and I am the life. And... I am the light. You are not alone. And because I live, we can bring the Easter joy to the others. All the others. a bright, excited, smiling face, a child ran ahead of a man who had been beaten down and there in front of the man he completed the Easter story. Jesus is alive. Remember. With a restored smile, an elderly woman took light from the Christ candle and she lit all four other candles. The church was lit up. Until Jesus Christ returns, as he promised, he will return for us. And right now he's preparing a place for us and we will see him again. The grave is only a gate. We will see him again. Until that happens, our call from this day forward is to live as an Easter people. Live as an Easter people. Return to the gospel message again and again and again. If you get to a point where your faith is gone, go back to there and light it back up. Remember the stories. Go back again. Remember your hope. Remember your love. Remember all that you believe. Know who Jesus is. And then once you know who Jesus is again, then take that light and you start to share it with everybody you know around you. Tirelessly, Endlessly without apology, with love. Let the world know where your hope is. Let the world know where your faith is. Let the world know where your, your joy is. Christ is risen. Easter people, we need to make him known. And God help us be this church. Amen.